Allie Colleen on the Music Universe podcast. There's nothing more to say. You can't tease Allie Colleen because she leaves nothing off the table. She is just, this was just one of my favorite interviews that we've ever done. And I'm not talking about because she comes from a famous family. I literally mean, buddy, talking to her was awesome. Oh, yeah. She was such a blast and totally open with us and just talked about her new music that she's working on, her single that's currently out, as well as her debut single that came out in July of last year. Just super nice, and um, we're super excited that she uh, joined us. This one stands on its own, guys, so we're just going to roll it right now. Allie Colleen. Allie Colleen, welcome to the Music Universe podcast. And I mean this when I say this because we're all social distancing and dealing with it. How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing really good. How are you guys? Pretty good. good. Thank you for being with us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So We've been well. Doing? We've been trying not to go, go not to go stir crazy at home, you know. Um, I actually, for the last three weeks, have went to work with my, my poor sweet husband. So he's had a lot of me, but at least I haven't been just stuck at home. So that's good. What does he do? What were you doing? Um, he works for my family um, and takes care of about, um, I don't know, probably eight to 10 different properties. So we just do like lawn maintenance and like um, whatever the properties need. But it's been mowing for like three weeks, really, is all I've been doing. Awesome. Well, at least you had, uh, you know, comfort of your husband and getting a little exercise in the midst of that. Right, right. Because the first couple of days I was just sitting at home, just doing absolutely nothing. Um, I've, I've sat down to write a couple times during this time, but not too many times. And I haven't gotten into the Zoom right. I just, my heart's not into them. I just can't get into it. So um, the music thing, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're yeah, a lot of uh, artists and songwriters we've talked to said that they they just can't get into that, while others say that it's just kind of something they've they've done. Um, we actually talked to uh, Tracy Lawrence, and he said he's had people at his farm, but they've been social distancing and actually writing in person. Right, we've uh, we've had a couple people that have um, agreed to do that and schedule it that way, and. Those rights were awesome, but it's kind of few and far between. I think a lot of a lot of people that I know are just staying staying home. But I haven't been opposed to those rights yet. Or you just go and just you know just be smart about it. I I enjoy writing, so I think it's really nice during these times to get to do that. Oh, absolutely! And has this inspired uh, any songs? This this whole quarantine. Um, I wrote a couple things, but I feel like they were just kind of weird little mood things that I needed to get out. I was having um, just a moody afternoon and wrote this really sad song called Pretty Sad. Um, but I don't really think the world needs to hear it. You know, I don't think it's life changing or anything, but um, I've, I've sat down to write a couple times and um, really um, we recorded a single during this quarantine time, which was super, super weird for me. Oh, nice. How'd you do it? Well, I, the way we did it isn't unheard of. You know, I have a lot of friends that um, just kind of go to one producer and then everything kind of gets flown around and put into place, you know, and you kind of make this song without really meeting anybody. I have a lot of friends that do it that way, um, but I just never have. So this was my first time where we just finished the single and I haven't met anybody who played on it. And it's so weird. 
Wow. So everyone just kind of records uh, their parts on their own and then ships it to the next person. Is that what you mean? Right. Yeah. I figured some people were doing that, but that does have to be weird because you're probably used it, to just being it, in the same room. It's so weird. Right. I've always recorded full band, everybody in the room together. We'd go get lunch in the middle of the day, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then this time, me and the drummer, um, he's my drummer, um, we we got together and we laid down kind of a drum acoustic vocal track with um, the bass player as well. And so I, I, I know those two guys, but the rest of them, I, I really don't know. I've never met them. Um, I just been with them and said, thank you. And they said, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and it's been the weirdest thing. <laughs> That's great. How'd you find them? How'd you find these quarantine musicians? My my producer knows them, so he so he kind of coordinated it all. But me just being the artist, um, and really didn't know. I don't know too many like studio musicians. I know a lot of people that I play with on the road, but it's just kind of different sometimes. And so, um, Joe Costa, the the man that produced it, um, knew everybody. But it was a weird process for me. Yeah. When could we possibly hear the single? Our single is planned for June 5th right now. Always, always tentative to change, but we're pretty set on that date right now. That is great. Well, you have a single out right now called Along the Way. You released it in September, just months before all this happened. Tell us about the process, writing, recording that one, and uh, tell us about it. Along the Way um, is really special to me. I love that song. It's um, inspired by my best friend back home. She's just kind of a gypsy soul, and I got together with my buddy Stephen McMorrin, um, who's a writer in town here in Nashville. Um, and we got together and we, we wrote along the way in an afternoon. And it's just all about, you know, in life you have all these choices and um, just like having the courage to love somebody enough to encourage them to leave and to go and pursue all of those choices and just pray to God at the end of the day, they settle for you after they've experienced the world. And it's just this beautiful, simple, fun driving song. Um, but Again, totally different from the recording process for the the newest single we just had. Along the way, we recorded everybody together um, in the studio, uh, and it was it was it was a really really fun process. And, and just my second single, so um, still trying to get a hang of everything. But along the way, it's done pretty well for us, and just a good little driving song. Yeah, and your debut work in progress released uh, last July's done fairly well too, with two hundred thirty seven thousand views of the music video. Along the way had such a cool response. I was so excited about it. I kind of felt like along the way, or I'm so sorry, a work in progress. I kind of felt like it was just something for me to, to get out and get off my chest and, and let everybody know exactly who and what Ali Colleen is, which is a complete work in progress. Um, <laughs> and it's been so cool. We've had, you know, really, really young children who love it and dance to it and don't have a clue what it means all the way to, you know, um, women, um, I had a woman on her 73rd birthday told me she was a work in progress and that she loved the song. And I think it's just so special how there's a, a little version of it, you know, in all of us and those kind of things. So along the or work in progress did really well. And that was a really special one for us too. If I can just say what I love about that song is that it's universal. It's not just this relationship is a work in progress. This person is a work in progress. This, uh, it's everything all at once. And that is what I find so beautiful about it. The music video I watched was you performing it live with one of those sig signature series Takamini guitars that, uh, and I saw a couple of videos of you performing with that particular guitar has a kind of a worn out pick guard. Is there a story for you behind that particular 
guitar that you use. I've just been so curious since seeing that. Her name's Betsy. Oh. She is awesome. She is sassy, and she is the diva of the group for sure. But she's just the best. (laughs) Um, Betsy was a gift to me um, from my my dad. And uh, it's just, it's a G series, like a G13 series. um, And it has a B on it. Um, for my aunt Betsy who passed away in 2013. So it's like a B13 kind of thing. And my aunt Betsy yeah. was this really awesome rocking bass player, um, kind of thing. And when I was little, I, I named my guitars. I always named my guitars and my first guitar, his name is Gavin. And she was like, well, one day, you know, you, you better find yourself this, the right guitar and you better name it after me. And so that's Betsy. And she goes on the road with us always. But yes, like you said, she's very worn out. She's got two big old holes in her. And so we actually retired her right before Corona happened. She's now just kind of my riding guitar. And she, she, um, she wasn't going to go on the road with us this year. So I took a photo shoot with her just before Corona hit. I and that. I love her. And I love that you noticed her. Thank you. Well, you can't help but notice something like that because it just becomes a piece of you. And I love that about you and what you do, that everything, not just the song, but the instruments and how you sing are a part of you. That's so special to hear. Thank you so much. I love the fact too, that you're uh, an organic artist too. So you're, you're taking advantage of, you know, the, the country um, throwback, you know, you're keeping it country and I love that. And I guess that's what folks can hear on the new EP that's out. Yes. The new single, I am so beyond excited um, to share it with you guys because it's, it's, just been a journey you know I've always played guitar and I've always wrote songs but um the life that songs can take on between you know your bedroom acoustic playing it to a full band production is 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 a really cool journey and this song specifically had a really cool journey in that way um the title honestly is the biggest issue we're having with it maybe you guys can offer a suggestion so the hook is I ain't the only hell my mama raised right this cute song about just how my mom was absolutely crazy and wonderful and fearless and um because of that i'm the same way and it's just this cool song and all this stuff but you can't call it i ain't the only hell my mama raised it's too dang long (laughs) and mama raised just kind of sounds like a female country song no one needs to listen to i have it i have it mama raised hell (laughs) mama raised hell that could be kind of cool that could work or hell raising mama Hell raising mama. My mom would love that one. I can tell you that. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. You something a little that's very tongue in cheek. I love that. I love that. It's so fun. I saw it I saw it on like a a typical like boutique female country t shirt one day and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's a song. That's perfect. And I wrote it all about my mama and she's just a little spitfire and um so it's coming out June 5th and um, it's going to be really fun. But yes, to answer your question, it, it's very country. Um, it, it, we, we hope our stuff falls somewhere perfectly in between Jody Messina and current day, you know, Ashley McBride, Runaway June kind of stuff. So oh yeah, I'm very, very excited for you guys to hear it. And I really, really think that you'll like it. Oh, we are too. But I'm not partial at all. <laughs> you can't be right. By the way, Dallas, uh, uh, said to say hello when we got to talk to you. Uh, she I just love loves Dallas. You. <laughs> she's so sweet. She's so sweet and she's so honest. It's, it's, I think one of the most 
special things to find in a songwriter is someone who can just be honest with you, you know, and maybe just be like, you know what, Allie? It's not a great line. Like, you can do better. And that is Dallas for me. I love her more than anything. She's so fun to write with. And um, you always know that if she likes what you got at the end of the day, you've got a good song because she's just, she's awesome. Yeah, she she praised you when we, we chatted with her last week. She had nothing but praise and and uh, excitement for writing with you. So it was great to hear that. <laughs> That's very sweet of her. She's got a, her and I've got a song that'll be a single this year as well, too, together. Oh, awesome. We'll be looking forward oh, wow. to that. Now, back to the other single. Has your mother heard it yet? My mom has heard it, yes. I, uh, I played it for her. She came to um, some of my live shows and surprised me. Um, a few months ago when I just oh. finished it and I played it for her. Sweet. And um, awesome. needless to say, it was fun. She's so funny. She's, she's just hysterical. And everyone who knows me knows my mama. My mom's cooler than I am. And um, the song is just so her. I'm just, I'm so, so excited about it. I'm trying not to say too much about it because I really want it to be a little gem when it comes out. But man, it's going to be fun. It's a fun one. Yeah, well, we're definitely excited to- Excited for that. Um, are you, so is this going to be, I know you just released the EP, so are you working on an actual full-length album? We, yeah, we released the two singles so far. We had an EP scheduled to release um, in like December, and it was a seven-song EP, um, but we just kind of sat with it, and I just feel like we can do better. Um, the songs are awesome, um, but the production and everything of it just isn't perfect yet, so um, we're focusing on singles for the beginning of this year, um, but needless to say, we have so many songs we need to get out to you guys. I would love to see um, an EP if not a full-length album by hopefully the end of this year or early next year. But just singles um, probably until fall right now. Wonderful. Now, I got to ask about those tattoos, which are a work of art. They're in your talking points. It's something that you love to talk about. Do you ever get tired of people asking you, how many tattoos do you have? How did it get started? What what made you want to do it? I spent so much time on these things. I hope somebody would ask about them. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. I picked out my tattoos when I was really, really young. Everything mm-hmm. on my arms um, is kind of something that like, I personally either struggle with or like really need a reminder of, you know, kind of thing. So it's like, mm-hmm. now that I have them, there's not a hand that I shake or, or anything that happens. So I don't look down and see my hands and see kind of all these little things that I like to live by and just, um, things that I need to remember and those kind of things. So my tattoos mean the world to me. And I planned them out when I was really young. So I started really young and, you know, I figure I got a whole body left, but I'm starting to run out of room. <laughs> <laughs> so you apparently it was 27 hours on your left arm and 32 hours on your right are you planning to get more to add to that um so i can't add any more to my arms um they Ooh. done yeah but um <laughs> i well i have hands you know i could go into my hands um but as far as like what is on my arms i don't think i'll add to that but as far as getting more tattoos absolutely you bet your butt <laughs> What they are, I don't know yet, though, I will say. But Ashley McBride got a tattoo in a music video, so now I have to get a tattoo in a music video. I love that. It was an actual real tattoo given during the filming? Yeah. Oh, oh nice. I never heard about this. Yeah, the pair of aviators that's on her arm with a little lipstick on the thing, she got that, um, she got that tattoo. She put it in the filming of the music video when she got it. So it's in... Um, 
Maybe it's Little Dive Bar in Delonica. I don't remember which music video it is, but in one of her music videos, you see her get a tattoo, and she actually got it in real life. And it's the pair of sunglasses that's on her arm. Oh, that's awesome. In fact. And so now I have to do it. Yes. <laughs> How about this? You get a, a tiny little tattoo of your mom's initials in the video for this new single. How about that? There, Ooh, there you go. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh, we're full of them today. Oh, my arms are already full. I can't do that. I'll put it somewhere else. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can you do it on your neck? Ooh, I want a neck tattoo like Bieber so bad, you guys. But that would hurt really bad. Ugh. Can you imagine that feeling on your neck? It's so, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a sensitive area. I'm kind of a wimp. I stay away from them. <laughs> they're not that bad as long as they're not, like, long. But, if, I mean, if you're getting, like, a like a six, probably more than a six-hour tattoo, those kind of hurt a little bit. But they're not bad. Ooh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a I, limp I, too. I, I, I can't. <laughs> I don't, I don't do needles. Uh. I got a bunch of little, little ones too, and those ones were easy. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like, uh, sounds like you have fun doing it. It sounds like it, it, it takes a, I mean, obviously a long time, but it, it's a, it's another art form too. So, have you written any, right. any songs based on any of your tattoos? That's a good one. That's a good question. I have a couple. Um, that's a really, it's a really great question. I so one of my arms is is um one of my arms is all flowers, and um there's a flower for every person in my family. And uh, my niece, um, I always called her my little flower. So I do have I have a song about her being my little flower, and I have her as a flower on my arm. But I don't have any songs where I like reference a tattoo I actually have. I don't have. But um, I have those for her. Um, I have a um, a song called "I Believe." It's kind of a worship song, and my my sleeve is black and white. Is all scripture. Um, so I have um, a little bit of my worship song in that one. And then we also just made a lyric video for a song that we haven't released yet, um, but it's been on YouTube for a long time called "Close Enough." And that's a worship mm -hmm. song too that kind of has to do with my arm a little bit. But we just um, finished a lyric video for that that we're going to put out hopefully here in the next week. Yeah, that's exciting because that, that song, that video itself, the non-lyric video gained 715,000 views on YouTube. Wow. That's, uh, how does that <laughs> I feel? I know that. We had no, I had no idea that that would happen. We, we, uh, the Belmont Vision is the account that put it up. Um, my, my college, like, newspaper kind of site or whatever because they did a, um, an interview with me and then they posted the song, the close enough song as kind of a, a part two to that. And, mm -hmm. um, the vision, most videos got maybe a couple hundred or something. And then out of nowhere, close enough, just absolutely went crazy for a little bit there. So we're really excited to finally release the lyric video because other than that video, we've never put close enough out or anything like that. So close enough was supposed to be on the EP. So we used the recording of that for this lyric video. And then, we had fans submit pictures of them holding up lyrics. So it's just a, it's just a, a lyric video with all um, Ali Colleen supporters in it, which is really special for me to get to see them. And um, so that'll come out, like I said, hopefully next week or the week after. Yeah. That's totally unique too. Well, I ask you about Belmont kind of, cause since you brought it up, I know watched another interview you did, you said you wanted to go to Belmont since you were like eight 
you wanted Belmont eighth grade. Uh, you wanted Belmont for a long time. What was it like? What, how was the experience? Was it what you expected? Was it different, better? Because honestly, it's actually a place I'm considering for a, a master's in broadcasting uh, is Belmont. And I wanted to go there for undergrad. So tell me about it. Well, I think that's a great decision. Um, I thought Belmont was awesome, honestly. Um, there's not a lot of schools that um, provide a degree in what I got a degree in. So I mean, that's kind of a big factor. I have a degree in songwriting, whatever that means. Um, yeah. That's what I got from Belmont. So I got to do the songwriting program. And the songwriting program at Belmont, you have to be accepted into. Um, so like you said, I mean, eighth grade, I that's, I knew I wanted to go there. My bonus mom went to Belmont and talked about it. And as soon as I, and I knew my whole life, I wanted to come to Nashville and do music. So when I learned that there was a school in Nashville, right in the middle of all of it, where I could go and get a degree in writing songs, I was sold. I didn't look anywhere else ever. I I just, I went on my college visit as a freshman in high school and everyone was like, so when, like, you're, you're a senior, you'll be here next year. I was like, no, I'll be here in like four years, but I'll, I'll be here. And I was just so zealous about it. And um, honestly, it was amazing. I don't know if it was what I expected it to be because I kind of thought it would be like high school musical or something and it, and it wasn't at all, but mm-hmm. it was, it was awesome. It was a great experience. I met a lot of people that I still work with now and um, learned a lot. And just, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a great school. I think it'd be a great place to do your, your broadcasting. Because um, the facilities are so cool. And you're just kind of in the middle of everything. So I loved it. Oh, yeah. I loved it a lot. I got to go on two study abroad through Belmont. And all four years was just a great experience for me. Wow, that's... Uh... That's awesome. It's been a while since I've been in college, but it was never for that. But uh, kind of turning the uh, page here a, a second, we're curious as how you got invited to participate actually in uh, your dad's and e biography and what that was like to uh, speak about him. The A&E documentary was really, really interesting. Um, and just to be honest, I the filming was really, I don't want to say hard, but it was just, I didn't know what to think going into it and and coming out of it, I felt even more confused about it just because all the questions that they asked us and all those things that we talked about never in my life or my sister's life has, have we talked about it as a family, like privately. So Mm -hmm. it was really interesting having people come into my life and asking me questions about stuff that um, I'd never even really talked about with my parents. My parents and I just never really talked about what those years were like for us as kids, you know, I don't know if my parents thought we would even remember, and I don't even remember that much of it, but the, the documentary was really cool getting to see it all come together. I mean, I heard stories from my sisters on the documentary that I'd never even heard before. My two sisters called Trisha Mama T. I have no, I didn't even know that. Really? <laughs> I'm apparently the only one who doesn't call her that. Like, I didn't even know that. Like, we learned so much about each other on the documentary because we just never paused life long enough, I guess, to like go back and talk about any of that stuff. We just, yeah. we just, you know, we just grew up. We were just kids, you know, we just, we played soccer and we went to public school and we, we just did all those things normally, you know? So getting to go back and revisit it, I think was nice, but it was definitely really weird for all three of us. Um, and then, you know, watching the first half of the documentary, I felt like I was watching it like a fan, like everyone else was. Like I was just learning stuff about his career that I never knew before because dad just, he has a totally different hat at home. You know, he just, he's just dad. He's not Garth anymore. And so 
I learned a lot about dad's career through the documentary too. And it was really, really interesting. Um, the whole thing was just, I guess the best way I can put it was just interesting. Yeah. Cause he was the dad and housewife. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he called himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, well, no, we, we, that's the thing we were wondering most, because I know it, it was probably, like you said, an emotional experience. And it was so cool to see the individuals that you, all three of you have become. And I love that you are standing on your own with your music uh, and you take the name Ali Colleen after your grandmother. Last question on your, on your lineage here. Were you, have, has your voice, which is by far one of my favorite female voices in country music, and I'm not just saying that. Oh, thank you. What has it been compared to your grandmother at all? Anybody say, "Wow, that's Colleen." A lot of people don't know my grandma was a singer, and if they do, they they definitely haven't heard her. You know, um, right. I had a, a really awesome experience one afternoon going and getting to talk on WSM on with Bill Cody, and he had asked mm -hmm. me that question. He asked me about my grandma because I said that I always wondered if I sounded like her because I'd never heard her sing before. And they pulled out a 75 of her singing Blue Bonnets, and I got to listen to it. Um, and I'd never heard her before. And I don't think we, I don't, I didn't hear any of myself in her, but I heard a little bit of dad in her a little bit, which I think is interesting because really? there's some songs that dad'll do that I think maybe for just a second there might be some similarities between him and I. Um, as much as people like to, to, make, to make fun of it or have their own opinions of it, his vocal on the Chris Gaines album to me is really, really similar to what I do, but I also, that was my favorite album. So I probably took a little bit from it. Um, kind of thing. You're about to set, but we're not supposed to talk about your dad all that much, but you're about to set buddy off. Cause he loves as do I, but he is, a that's huge a great album. Chris Gaines, not. <laughs> I know we're not supposed to talk about him, but since we are, they had a Chris Gaines anniversary night at one of the bars here in Nashville. Like no one knew about right. it. And they had this cover band, like it wasn't set up through like my family at all. Like some like fans just put it on, I guess. And it was like a 20th anniversary or something of Chris Gaines. And they had a lookalike contest. And my husband and I went. We 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 just went because I wanted to go so bad. And it was it was horrific. It was the silliest thing I've ever seen. But it was so much fun. And there were so many people in those white and black pants. And it was just bad. It was so bad. <laughs> oh, I I I, I, I remember that. reporting that. Oh my gosh! That, I would have been like cell phones awesome. out. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> let's, let's get back to you. Let's get back to you. Uh, you like singles? You like the single method? We were like I said, we were talking with Tracy Lawrence, uh, and that's kind of how he has to do it now because of this whole digital landscape. Is that kind of more where you want to go with your career? Kind of singles leading up to an album, or are you an album artist? I think I'm a complete album artist. Honestly, I, there's so many songs that we have wrote in the last three years that just, they have a life, you know, and they have a purpose and they have, there are people that need to hear these songs, you know, not to be, not to be vain or anything like that, but it's just, yeah. and, they're, and they're not big populations of people either. You know what I mean? You can write a song that, you know, will probably only impact a small amount of people, but how special to be impacted by a song, you know what I mean? So I, it's so hard for me to look at all these songs that we have and look at them and go, which one is going to do the best in summer and which one has the best tempo and which one is going to, you know what I mean? Opposed to just being like, which of these songs is going to really change somebody's life or help them or whatever. So to me, I wish that I could just put out albums of songs 
all the time and and just maybe have one poppy one in there for radio to grab onto or whatever and just put out songs for people because we need it i love radio right now don't get me wrong i think all the artists out there are doing amazing but there's not a lot of nutrients in what we're taking in here you know I agree. Absolutely. Frustrating. It's been very frustrating. Yeah, I'm I'm an album guy. I, I like the physical copy. I'll take the digital, you know, but I, I like that tangible thing that you can hold and look through. And the sequencing, I know, is super important in that. And that's the fun, I think, of putting an album together is you get to do the sequencing of what the story that you want to tell. Exactly. I know, and I'm worried that we're, I'm worried that the days are gone. You know, I mean, if Tracy Lawrence has been here saying the same thing, that he would love to put out albums, but it's just not working for anybody. That stinks, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. But at the same time, we yeah. also have a platform that's really cool where I can, I have Facebook and I can, I can put out acoustic versions of every single song I've ever wrote and you can go and watch whatever one you want. You know, I mean, that's really cool mm-hmm. about right now that you can have so many platforms where you can put out music and not put out music. So, there's good and bad to everything I think that's changing, but I know the album thing is very frustrating for artists like me. So what's next to kind of end this on a positive thing? Once we're all out of this, I know we talked about some new music, but back on the road, uh, back to writing, back to recording. What's next when we're through this pandemic for you, Allie? Oh my gosh, what is next? I just can't wait to perform again for people. You know, I sit in my, in my house and I do all these lives and I get so embarrassed and so frustrated when nobody laughs at my jokes. And then my husband has to remind me that I'm in a room by myself. <laughs> and the lives have been so frustrating for me. So I just can't wait to perform again. A lot of our shows have been postponed to August. Um, and I just can't wait. 2020 was supposed to be our year. Um, actually, I mean, this month, the 10th of April was supposed to be our very first traveling band show. I've never played with a band before. I've got oh, wow. I'm a couple amazing guys together wow. and, and, and we're doing band shows this year and I can't wait to perform for people and not just be by myself. And I think it's going to be really special and I think it's going to challenge me a lot. Um, it's definitely not my comfort zone, but I'm, I'm so excited. And, and the guys I'm traveling with are so good. They're just good guys. And, and my husband travels with me and we just get to go and make music and see things. And, and we were going West for the first time this year. We had dates in California and my husband's never been West before. And, um, there's a lot of things that we're really, really excited for once, you know, the world starts turning again and we get to go and do that kind of stuff. But, um, like you guys said, new music, band shows, um, new locations. We've got a website, alleycoolingmusic.com. You can find anywhere we're supposed to be this year. Um, I'm so excited about it. I don't, but just to be, I just, I just don't know what this year looks like anymore, you know, since everything's being rescheduled and a lot of the festivals have been rescheduled to just 2021 instead of later in the year. So it's just, it's going to be a weird one, but really just performing again is something that I just can't wait for. Well, you can bet we will be there. If you come to Bakersfield, that's where I'm at. I'll, I'll definitely be there. I couldn't have asked for it to go better. And just a little behind the scenes thing, we called the wrong line. I have a conference (laughs) line. Her publicist has a conference line. Our wires got crossed. It's been one of those days. I had another interview where I was told they would call me. They were told I would call them. And so we didn't connect until like 10 minutes later. It's just been one of those, those crazy, crazy days, but it's raining and the weather's wonky. So I don't know, maybe the, the yin and yang in our uh, property is just off. (laughs) One little quick story I want to tell before we leave. Uh, Her dad, I got to interview her dad as you did. And he wore a red 5950. 
Well, just today, my shipment of the 5950s on that website came, and I wore the red hat to interview Allie. So there are these things that, uh, that come full circle, and uh, this was just a pleasure. She's standing on her own. She's doing her own thing, and I absolutely loved seeing it. And I can't wait to hear uh, the new song that is about her mother. That sounds very uh, rocking and exciting. That we may have chose the title on, and I am now, and I might now be directing that music video after that little uh, <laughs> tattoo moment. I don't know. Okay, Allie, if you're listening to this, give okay. me a call. Let me let me direct that video. Okay, That's, I'll come to Nashville. Uh, I don't remember that being. In I have that a film interview. degree. So do I, and I don't remember any of those being in the interview. <laughs> okay, well, the, no, the tattoo thing, the tattoo moment where she, where she was like, "I gotta get a ta- a tattoo in a music uh, in a music video" because her friend did it, and I'm yeah. like, "Well, how about get a tattoo of your mom's initials in the in the interview in the interview in the video?" Oh my god, I need it. Yeah, nap. but I don't remember <laughs> you being offered to directing it. I'm not. That's where I was joking and taking it <laughs> to the extreme. I know, I know, I know. You're this pushing it. Fun. <laughs> All right. All right. For the Music Universe podcast, I'm Matt and I need a nap. <laughs> and I'm Buddy and so do I. Thanks for listening and keep checking out the musicuniverse.com. Uh-huh.